Welcome everybody, you're on Mind Your Biz, and we have Amari Cabell, and uh, he's a recording artist, and he's going to tell everybody about all his great accolades and all the great stuff he's got going on, uh, and all the superstars he's working with currently. Amari, introduce yourself to everybody. What's up? I'm, uh, I'm Amari Cabell. I am currently working on my album, and I am happy to be here. I have recently, I had over 10 million streams last year, and I'm excited to keep moving and, and keep pushing forward in the right direction. Beautiful, man. 10 million. I mean, that's a lot. Like, how did you promote yourself to get to that level? Did it go hard on TikTok? Did it go viral somewhere? Like, how'd you get it to that point? So recently, I just did a couple of viral TikToks with Arrowwood Retrievers, and that's a, a TikTok channel. It's like dogs and stuff. But then like I uh, promoted on things like Reddit and, and Discord and stuff, and then Twitter, you know. And um, recently, the single before this one, Me and the Thing was in Fresh Pressed, which is like the biggest SoundCloud playlist. And then um, Emerging Indie, it's still an Emerging Indie. And then so... I started to gain a bit of traction with curators, but really just, you know, grinding and just promoting. So how did you know to promote on alternative platforms like Reddit? A lot of people would never think to promote music on Reddit. So how, what made you go that route? Well, actually, I think one of my friends, one of my old friends, Aaron, told me actually to start posting my music on there. And I seen artists like Paul McCartney and stuff recently. Like a lot of artists do AMAs on there and kind of got me active on Reddit and kind of looked at how other artists promote on there. So I started to write down some subreddits and just promote those and, uh, you know, gain a bit of traction. So you were able to upload your entire song to a certain group in Reddit or how did you do it? Yeah, you, you basically, when you're promoting on Reddit, you post. Some subreddits have strict rules and you have to be... Um, a member there for a certain amount of time have a certain amount of posts there to prevent spam but you basically post your song and some of them have to be layered a certain way like i believe r slash music so you have to post your genre and the year it was released and stuff like that but um you post your song upload the link or the youtube video whatever to subreddits and it's best to post in like r slash kanye or you know, like those type of subreddits because they're really cool. Uh, if I were to suggest subreddits to post to, I'd say like like Kanye, Kendrick, the underground music subreddit is really cool. But uh, yeah, you just click the post button and you upload your link and make sure you put your artist name and song title. See, these kinds of alternative tricks of the trade are really what can make a difference. And, you know, I see musicians and artists, recording artists as entrepreneurs. And as an entrepreneur, you're creating your IP, you know, your intellectual property, your song, your music, and you have to promote it and you have to market it just like any other business. So I always find it amazing how recording artists like yourself, you know, navigate through, you know, different ways to promote music. And to me, that's something a little new. And that's something uh, that a lot of other artists might find very helpful. Is there any other, would you say, alternative ways that you promoted your music that really, you know, created part of the buzz besides the typical, you know, SoundCloud and, um, and Spotify? I would contact blogs, curators, and your local newspaper. Just make sure you're promoting on social media. And Bandcamp is also really cool. Now, how did you get put on one of the top SoundCloud playlists? Oh, so you mean SoundCloud? Uh, sorry, SoundCloud. Which one was the one um, where it was called Fresh? Uh, what was the name of Fresh it? Fresh Press. Yes, yes, Fresh Press. Wow. 
That's a great tip. I feel like a lot of new artists aren't really maximizing, you know, on promotions because they just don't they don't know. Uh, and, and a lot of people, you know, they're not really telling them uh, they, they don't have a mentor. So this is really great information for new artists uh, to really get exposed. Um, so I commend you on on your battle uh, of navigating through different ways. You must you know, you must have been relentless at promoting. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I've just taken advice from, from others along the way and just, you know. What does it mean uh, now to be like a, it's called a SoundCloud artist. Is, is it almost as if SoundCloud is the record label itself or they, they just kind of highlight it under their big platform? Yeah, yeah, Repo Select is super cool because it's like being on the label, but not like, like they're controlling you and make you do things you don't want to do or like you know it's it's really cool it's, it's laid back and chill like I, I i really enjoy working with the the repost team i believe that that alina is, is is one of the best people i've, I've worked with and uh and uh you know i, I think i always say joke around say so she's like the best manager in the world because mm. i just believe you know that she is and you know they they help you out like we have meetings before releases so before male privilege released me and cameron and aline were in a in a google meet and talked about upcoming things and stuff so they kind of help us artists out and um got us on the right path and stuff oh that's great i mean it's great that they embrace you but you must have done your homework and 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 done some great stuff in order to get their attention too because uh it takes hard work not just uh plugging and playing all the time yeah yeah you know i just kept grinding and, you know, Cameron doesn't know how he found my email, but he, he emailed me out of the blue one day and and we just were talking. And that's where I'm at. So now are you technically, it's kind of like a non-exclusive situation with SoundCloud? Yeah. Yeah, it's not exclusive. And what it, what is your real goal right now to sustain and to grow as an artist and just get out to more people and make a, a great living at being an artist? My goal is continue to make music and music that like you know touches the soul music that can help people through what they're going through and i do want to continue to try to make a living off the work also help other artists produce songs for other artists and write songs for other artists as well but i plan to continue making music until i'm like 70. beautiful that's great man and if if you had i know artists hate this but if you had to compare your stuff or style to some of the, you know, the well-known artists, even if it's not just like one, even if it's a combination, who might some people compare you to? That's a tough one. I know. I don't know. I, I my my inspirations are like King Cruel, Jai Paul, and Frank Ocean, but I can't say what my music would sound like in comparison to those. So, no, that that's fine. You just you know, some people just. The, the masses we're talking about, not, you know, real music connoisseurs, but masses need to get an understanding, uh, especially right now, we're not playing your music. So just to kind of spark their interest, I always like to throw, you know, just some comparables or where you were inspired from. And that gives people an idea. And then, then you know, then they'll come look for you. Um, where is the best way to find you if they want to hear your music and really tap into you? SoundCloud, 
search search my name on SoundCloud and then on all streaming services, mostly all streaming services. And um, Shazam, my song, if you're playing, uh, that helps out a lot. And yeah, I'm mostly on all streaming services. So just search my name up and and you should find me. Um, gotcha. And and make sure you spell the name right, people. It's A M A R R A I. And that's Cabell. That's C A B E L L. And uh, where where are you from, Amari? Yeah, thanks for that. And I I am uh I am from the Illinois area. Oh, cool. Um, a lot of stuff going on over there, uh, for sure, with music and and other things. <laughs> um, now, how has you know COVID? How, how's COVID? You know, how are you navigating around COVID? In other words, it's hard to gig out. It's hard to you know, to do shows. So what are you leaning on harder uh, to really get your voice heard? I am, so COVID has changed a lot of things, obviously, but I am, because uh, it, it's also been really tough because doing the features for this next album, um, everything has to be like virtual. So I've been in a couple of virtual studio sessions and um yeah it, it definitely does change a lot of things um and hopefully things will come back to normal soon but yeah i i don't know what the plans is for shows soon or anything like that but just been trying to really just stay in the studio and work until things clear up really right now now you said it so casually uh you're working on a a new joint with Willow Smith. Oh yeah, that's out. That's out. Oh, that's uh, out already. What's the name of that joint? Tell everybody. Yeah, Mel Privilege is out right now in all in all streaming stores. I'm I'm also I'm also shout out to Willow's friend Tyler Cole because I'm friends with Tyler Cole on Discord. I met him on Discord and he's really cool. But I have been talking to some really cool artists, and uh, yeah. That's a beautiful thing. So on, so on Discord, you're able to actually reach out to different artists. Oh yeah, yeah. I've talked to some some artists on Discord. That's also another thing. I, I recommend artists to get Discord too. And how do you spell that for everybody out there? It, it is D I S C O R D. Now I feel like a lot of these big platforms, it's really hard. You know, it's like a big ocean of artists. How do you really? you know, zero in and how are you able to really talk to people that you want to talk to? Um, how were you able to do it? Well, I know it could be tough reaching out to artists that you want to reach out to and like anything, but things will kind of start to come together. And like, I remember Aline kind of changed my life because she gave me a tip. I was emailing her about getting a feature album and she said to DM them. And ever since I started DMing artists, it's kind of started to work either on Twitter or Instagram because I've noticed artists are a lot more cool. If you don't think of them as like a celebrity or, or like fan out, like they'll actually like it's, it's way smoother in terms of like because I just started to DM a lot of artists and they, they DM me back. And you can try DMing them or shooting their management an email or shooting, you know, just shooting a messenger or just trying to like link up with some mutuals close to them. Which I don't, I don't know how much that work, but you can always try to, you know. I mean, it's always it's, it's ways to go around it. But if if you want something done, I feel like you can get it done.
especially in this climate. No, that's great advice because a lot of people think it's just impossible. Everything's impossible to DM and get an actual DM back from somebody that's that's really influential or someone that you really want to work with that, you know, it, it is possible, people. And, and Amari's proved it. Uh, he broke through and got to some artists he wanted to work with and, and speak to. Um, so this is all great, you know, inspiration for other, you know, recording artists and entrepreneurs that, you know, you got to start from somewhere. You can't be afraid to try and ask and, and tap into things. Even if you, you get the door slammed on you, you got to keep knocking, right? Yeah. Got to keep going. That's great, man. You're, you're a good inspiration, a great inspiration to new artists because it's not easy out there. It's, it's really not. Yeah. I know it's not. You just got to, got to keep going by the way, you know? No, that's great. Um, and, what other are there other artists that you're looking to collaborate with or that you're you already had collaborated with or so I'll say a few artists that I've been DMing with that I want to collaborate with. Just so, so Oscar Welsh is super cool. And then Solve and that's S O L V. Solve is really cool. And those two in particular are, are really cool and we've been DMing on Instagram. So maybe something will happen in the future. I don't know. Really just those two in particular. In terms of big artists that I want to collaborate with, um, it'd be really cool if I could get uh, if I could get Eddie Benjamin. I don't know if he qualifies as too big of an artist, but Eddie Benjamin is really cool. I saw he was hanging with JB the other day. He's he's really cool. So that's great, man. It seems like you really you're really focused and and um, you know and you're really just navigating, you know, through the. The murky waters and you really uh you're getting somewhere and that's beautiful i love i love to see new artists really um just spread their wings and be able to create and not let anything uh, stop them so that's great um now obviously making music isn't expensive with all the resources of today's you know softwares and such but to really promote music and really get it out there and and make a living have you have you really gone down that path yet um, have you seen, have you figured out how to leverage your talent and your music to, to actually make an income? Cause I think a lot of new artists are, are really challenged in that department. Some of them have, you know, millions of views and streams and they're, they're trying to figure out how to, you know, quit their day job at target so they can make music full time is, have you figured that out yet? Are you still learning? Yeah, I feel like for all most artists, that's a still learning process because with the way that streaming is set up, most of your money is going to come through publishing or sync licensing or selling beats or songs, like writing songs for people. So it's just silently the way that is. Right now, I can't really, I made decent amount of money last year and this year. And I'm grateful for the amount of money I make, it's better than nothing for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. So it wouldn't necessarily be through the streams itself. You have to leverage all the platforms and create your your income through other ways, not so much through people playing, you know, a song, streaming a song, playing, you know, playing it through the different platforms. Yeah, because I remember I told my mom, I was like, think about it like this. If 100 people stream your song, you get cents. But if 100 people buy your song on iTunes, you get $100. So it's like you kind of have to try to get people to buy your song. So it's 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 all about you know because streaming services 
they, you know, if you get a lot of streams, they pay well. But for smaller artists, I think they should try to leverage to like Bandcamp and like iTunes sales and stuff like that. How are you able to let your audience know that? Because technically, you know, it's just a song on a, on a streaming platform. I think a lot of the audience doesn't really know that, you know, artists depend on selling their music and streaming really isn't a way that an artist can monetize. And I'm not saying you mean you may not know the answer because obviously everyone is facing this challenge. But if your music is on a Spotify, basically where the audience can hear it for nothing or, you know, just a you know subscription, how are they able to get their head around buying the song if they can already hear it for uh, essentially free? Yeah. Uh, that's the tough part, you know, um, that, that definitely is always the tough part because like you said, Spotify is free. So a lot of people don't want to really buy music in this climate. So you kind of have to just promote and try to try your hardest to get people to buy your song. I always said, you know, thought to myself, how come more artists don't take their 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 music off of, you know, Spotify or never put it on there? But would that be more hurtful to your campaign than helpful? Um, it depends. It really depends. Because a lot of your fans might have Apple Music and it might not affect them. You know, they might use Tidal and stuff. But if, if you have like 100,000 monthly listeners on Spotify and you're in big playlists on Spotify, it definitely would probably affect your album release or your single release for sure. Um, I feel like a lot of artists don't do that because, you know, it. it's just, you know, if it's up there, it's probably too late and you're you're making something off of it. And I just hope that it'll grow and climb more and more as the time goes. Gotcha. So you, essentially you still need the Spotify because it has so many people on it and Apple Music. You can't just ignore that. You can't just hold back uh, because you're not really making the money from it. You, you still need it. To, to get your material out. Yeah, yeah, because I saw I saw a couple of my music friends, um, they went on protests of Spotify and they took their music down, but it would have to be so many artists to do that for it, it to be a difference uh, in big artists. Like, I, I really, in my own opinion, I think you should keep your music on Spotify and promote because it, it's not going to make too much of a difference unless all artists band together on like a, a day and take their music down. In, in my honest opinion. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. If everyone else, if most people are on there and you're going to be the one holdout, I don't think it's going to stop many people <laughs> from going to Spotify. So you're right. It really would take a whole wave of artists to really almost boycott it <laughs> or at the very least, you know, maybe put some music on Spotify and keep some music exclusive. Um, have you... Have you ventured into the the NFT forum yet? Because I've heard a, a lot of a lot of artists are, are getting involved with the NFTs. Yeah, I, I had a feeling you were going to ask me that. Um, that that is a market I was looking at exploring, but I'm kind of eh. Right. Uh, I I don't know. I saw this crazy article yesterday about people losing their NFTs <laughs> or they got you're getting stolen or something. And I was like. Eh. Did you see that The Weeknd is releasing an NFT song? Is it going to be an exclusive NFT where it's only there? Yeah, yeah. it's supposed to be 
it's supposed to be an NFT, like an exclusive to, to whoever buys really? it. Really? Yeah. A lot of artists are doing NFTs. I'm curious, did he did he uh, mention how many units? Because then if the whole, I guess, value of an NFT is, is that it's it's a unique and limited edition. Did he did uh, the weekend announce is, is there going to be a hundred of them, a thousand of them, a million of them? I don't think he did. No, I don't think mm. he did. He just said he's putting finishing touches on it. And it's going to be an NFT. Okay, so we have to assume that it's going to be a limited edition because that's the whole. I guess that is the whole value of NFT is that it's not something that's going to be overproduced and and um, you know copied a million times. It's an original piece of work that is supposed to be for a limited amount of you know fans or listeners. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, it's pretty new. So I guess we got to see where it goes. Um, just like any new technology, there's going to be hacks and there's going to be whacks and quacks and all kinds of a mess. But for me, if it's just another way that artists can monetize and and um, you know make a living from their art, then you know I'm for it. I guess we just got to see where it goes. Yeah, if, if it's a way to make a living. I'm for it. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. We just got to see see where that lands. Right. Is there anything else that you want the audience to to be aware of or to promote so you know you can get the the, the most out of this this interview? Because I want as many people to know about you as possible. I'm I'm trying my hardest to to continue to to get big features on this album and to to work hard and and deliver this album i don't know if, if it'll be out this year but uh i don't want to start any stuff but i i i i hope that we can release a lot of new music here soon and uh i i appreciate you guys for having me on and uh i sent you my number so hopefully you test me after the show also um i just wanted to thank thank aline and, and cameron and jeff and all those guys at soundcloud amy all the whole team at soundcloud because you know, just for welcoming me and instant, you know, it's been a, a great time here at SoundCloud and and I've loved this whole experience. So uh, it's a beautiful thing. And it's great. You, ha- you, you know, you, you got some great energy and, and positive people around you helping your your cause and your mission and your art. So uh, that's that's beautiful. But uh, thanks, uh, Amari, for coming through. For me, you seem like the true artist that cares about music. First and foremost, you're not doing it for the money. You, you genuinely want to get your art out and help people and collaborate. So uh, I'm always for an artist like you. So I wish you much success and luck in this in this uh, crazy world right now. Thank you, Evan. And uh, you know, thank you for having me on. I hope I drop some good games as artists. I hope to see. I hope that we we both of us help some artists blow up today. In a month's time, I want to get some Instagram DMs like. Hey, Amari and Evan helped me so much. I got a million streams. No, we appreciate you, man. And you did definitely drop some gems. Uh, So again, you know, thank you for letting us mind your biz.